0: Hello, my darling, and welcome to today's story time. We are reading History of the Necronomicon by H.P. Lovecraft from 1938. If you like what you hear, please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And now on with the story. THE HISTORY OF THE NECRONOMICON Original title, Al-Azif, Azif Azif being the word used by Arabs to designate that nocturnal sound made by insects, supposed to be the howling of demons. Composed by Abdul al Zared, a man-poet of Sana'a in Yemen, was said to have flourished during the period of the Umayyad Caliphs circa 700 A.D. He visited the ruins of Babylon and the subterranean secrets of Memphis and spent ten years alone in the great southern desert of Arabia, the Roba el-Khalia, or empty space of the ancients, and Dana, or crimson desert, of the modern Arabs which is held to be inhabited by the protective evil spirits and monsters of death. Of this desert, many strange and unbelievable marvels are told by those who pretend to have penetrated it. In his last years, al Zared dwelt in Damascus, where the Necronomicon was written, and of his final death, or disappearance, in 738 A.D., many terrible and conflicting things are told. He is said by Eben Kalikan, a twelfth-century biographer, to have been seized by an invisible monster in broad daylight and devoured horribly before a large number of fright frozen witnesses. Of his madness, many things are told. He claimed to have seen fabulous Erem, or the City of Pillars, and I have found beneath the ruins of a certain nameless desert town the shocking annals and secrets of a race older than mankind. He was only an indifferent Muslim, worshipping unknown entities whom he called yog sothoth and Cthulhu. In A.D. 950, the Azif, which had gained a considerable though superstitious circulation amongst the philosophers of the age, was secretly translated into Greek by Theodorus philetus of Constantinople under the title the Necronomicon. For a century, it impelled certain experiments to terrible attempts when it was suppressed and burnt by the patriarch Michael. After this, it is only heard of furtively, but in 1228, Alas, Hormius made a Latin translation later in the Middle Ages, and the Latin text was printed twice, once in the 15th century in black letter, evidently in Germany, and once in the 17th century, most likely in Spanish both editions being without identifying marks, and located as to time and place by internal topographical evidence only. The work, both Latin and Greek, was banned by Pope Gregory the Ninth in 1232, shortly after its Latin translation, which called attention to it. The Arabic original was lost as early as Wormius' time, as indicated by his prefatory note, and no sight of the Greek copy, which was printed in Italy between 1500 and 1550, and has been reported since the burning of a certain Salem man's library in 1692. An English translation made by Dr. D. was never printed, and exists only in fragments recovered from the original manuscript. Of the Latin texts now existing, one from the 15th century is known to be in the British Museum under lock and key, while the other from the 17th century is in the Bibliothèque Nationale at Paris. A 17th century edition is in the Widener Library at Harvard and in the library of Miskatonic University at Arkham, and also in the library of the University of Buenos Aires. Numerous other copies probably exist in secret, and a fifteenth-century one is persistently rumored to form part of the collection of a celebrated American millionaire. A still vaguer rumor credits the preservation of a sixteenth-century Greek text in the Salem family of Pickman, but if it was so preserved, it vanished with the artist R.U. Pickman, who disappeared early in 1926. The book is rigidly suppressed by the authorities of most countries and by all branches of organized ecclesiasticism. Reading leads to terrible circumstances. It was from rumors of this book of which relatively few of the general public know, that R.W. Chambers is said to have derived the idea of his early novel, The King in Yellow, and thus ends H.P. Lovecraft's very short tale, The Necronomicon. But I find The Necronomicon so interesting I'm going to read you a little extra about its history. It is known as a grimoire, or a textbook of black magic for evoking demons. It was an invention of H.P. Lovecraft in the early 20th century, and the name Abdul al was adopted playfully by Lovecraft around the age of five after he read an edition of The Arabian Nights. He later used this as the foundation for a lot of his fiction and the Elder Gods. It may also refer to an old Rhode Island family name, Hazard. In 1936, Lovecraft wrote a pseudo-scholarly essay titled a history of the Necronomicon, which is what I have read for you today, which claimed that its original title was Al-Azif, derived from the word used by Arabs to designate the nocturnal sound of insects, resembling the howling of demons. There followed an account of various editions of the Necronomicon, beginning in 730 A.D., Lovecraft claimed that there was a copy of the work in the equally fictional library of Miskatonic University in Arkham. Lovecraft's essay was published in leaflet form by Wilson H. Shepard in 1938, and has since been reprinted. The Necronomicon was cited in various stories by Lovecraft and gradually acquired a spurious life of its very own. For example, someone inserted an index card for the book in the files of the Yale University Library. A New York bookseller could not resist inserting an entry for a Latin edition in one of his sale catalogs. Eventually, a group of writers and researchers, headed by a cult scholar, Colin Wilson, solemnly presented the Necronomicon, the Book of Dead Names, as a newly discovered lost masterpiece of occult literature. In an introduction to this publication, Wilson suggested that Lovecraft's invention may have had some substance in fact perhaps revealed through Lovecraft's subconscious mind. Wilson told a story as fabulous as that of the origin of the Golden Dawn Cipher Manuscript. Wilson's story concerned Dr. Stanislaus, president of the Salzburg Institute for the Study of Magic and Occult Phenomena, who is said to have claimed that Lovecraft's father was an Egyptian Freemason. Lovecraft Sr. saw a copy of the Necronomicon in Boston, where he worked at the time, which was a section of a book by Al-Kindi from 850 A.D., known as the Book of the Essence of the Soul. Science fiction writer L. Sprague de Camp, who published a biography of Lovecraft in 1975, is said to have acquired an Arabic manuscript from Baghdad titled Al-Azif. The British occultist Robert Turner, after researching in the British Museum Library, claimed that the Al-Kindi work was known to the magician John Dee, who had a copy in cipher manuscript. This book, known as the Lieber Logate, was recently examined by computer analysis. And so, the Necronomicon, the Book of Dead Names, has now been researched, edited, and published as of 1978. No doubt other recensions of the Necronomicon will be discovered in the course of time. It might seem inevitable that once the Necronomicon appeared, the group accepting it as a valid magic text, would soon follow. In the 1980s, there surfaced on campuses across the United States flyers from what was termed the Campus Crusade for Cthulhu, drawing upon Lovecraft and a parody of the evangelical Christian organization Campus Crusade for Christ. While the organization appears to be based in satire, it nevertheless demonstrates the comprehensive nature of the mythology created by Lovecraft and the seriousness with which some of his readers have taken the idea of the old gods enunciated therein. And this, my darling, ends our reading for today. As always... Have very sweet and creepy dreams. Good night.